are real and raw here. I'm sure this is one of those where later I'm gonna say, what was I thinking? I should have put some sunglasses on or something, some makeup or something. Uh, let me turn my music down. All right, so um, while some others are hopping on, let me go ahead and pray and then I'm gonna get right to the point. So Father, we thank you for this Monday fight time. We thank you for a group of ladies that you, you Lord, have orchestrated and brought together for us to fight the good fight of faith together. Father, I pray that your words would come alive through me tonight, that you would speak through me Lord, we need your rhema word, your word that is alive and well and fresh and on point and for this day. We need your daily bread for these ladies. I pray for every person that is going to be watching this broadcast. I ask that you would open their eyes, open their hearts. And Lord, I pray that you would anoint me to impart your word to these ladies in the name of Jesus and I will say, as the Word of God says, let God be magnified. God, may you be magnified through my words tonight. May you be magnified through this time of us gathering together. Let God be magnified in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so let me, let me see some amens. Okay, ladies, I am going to share with you something that the Lord gave me on August the 3rd. I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks. And it, it was for me, but it kind of hit such a nerve with me that I thought, oh, yeah, I, I have got to share that. And uh, I've lived it today, so I am really, really ready to share it. it it's been a game changer for me. It's one of, those, one of those things the Lord shared with me that I'm, like, thinking about all the time now. It wasn't something that just went in one ear and out the other. So, I'm going to read it the way that I felt like he gave it to me. So, I wrote right here. Every morning, I wake up empty-handed. Now, and this is going to be our marching orders for this week. So, every morning, I wake up empty-handed with the responsibility of stewarding the lives of others. If there's anybody else that's like that, raise your hand. I mean, if you even have a friend, then you wake up stewarding the lives of others. Just like I wake up to plants that need water. Now, let me tell you, I love plants. I love to take care of plants. And so, um, in this 104 degree heat, I do have some plants that are thirsty every single day and I have to check them. I've got to water them every day. Okay. So I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to say it I'm going to say it the way that I feel like the Lord's given it to me. That was, that was to me. I'm not going to just hold you guys here to hear, uh, to watch me read it. So I wake up and I have these plants that, that need water. And so what I felt like the Lord was speaking to me is he said, you wake up and you know, those plants need water. You go out there in the morning and you don't go empty handed. You know, they're thirsty you know they're in need of water, and what do you do? So, I brought my little thing. <laughs> so, I get my watering jug, and I don't go out to those plants empty-handed saying to them, I know you need water, 
and trying to water them without first going to the source. I mean, it's actually so silly to even talk about it. Of course, I go to the water source first. I get my bucket. I go to the sink. I fill it with water. And then I go water the plants. That's simple. It's, it's actually silly to even act like I would not do that. But the Lord spoke to me and he said, you wake up. And you, you, you do the logical thing of going to the water source before watering your plants. But you are not doing the logical thing when you go out into the world. Because you get up and you try to tackle the world without first going to the source. And so you don't. You get to your kids and your kids need patience. And you don't have patience because you didn't go to the source to get patience. And then you pastor people and they need wisdom and you don't have the wisdom that they need. Why? Because you went empty handed and you didn't go to the source. And then he said, people are needing strength from you and you're weary. Why? Because you didn't go to the source to get the strength. I wrote down several things. People need love and, and you feel like, Ugh. They're just getting to me. Why? Because you didn't go to the source and get the love. And he, he painted this picture to me of how ridiculous it would be to go out to my front porch and gripe and complain to my plants for needing something that I couldn't give them. To look at them and say, you guys are just thirsty all the time. Y'all are just so stinking thirsty. You can't get your own water. No, I don't do that. They need water from me, but I am not the source. So I have to go to the source where there's plenty of water. And then when I, when I show up to my plants, I'm showing up after having already received what they need. So when your coworkers or your husband or your children or your friends are requiring things out of you that you don't feel like you can give, such as... Um, patience, love, wisdom, strength, prayer, encouragement, compassion. And you're like, oh, these people are driving me crazy. It's because you're trying to provide what they need without first going to the source. He, while he was giving me this revelation for myself, he showed me two other, two other scenarios. So there's the water one. And I want you to think about how many times are you coming in contact with people that are thirsty, they're dry, their spirits are dry, they are exhausted, they're parched, um, and they are needing water from you. What is water in the Word of God? It is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water and what's happening is we're showing up in the lives of people and they're thirsty they're parched they're dehydrated they're not thinking right they're they're weary and we are frustrated because we don't have we haven't gone to the water source for the Holy Spirit to flow through us and therefore we are just trying to pour into them out of our own ability and it won't work.
just like I can't water those plants out there without first going to the water source. We can't be what the thirsty people in our lives are needing if we don't first go to the water source. And where's the water source? Jesus Christ. He is the water. He is the living water. His spirit flowing through us is rivers of living water. People can drink. There's enough water for people to pull from us, to drink from us. Okay? So that was the first scenario. The second scenario was this. I just could see a mail carrier. The mail carrier, how, how like silly would it be for the mail carrier to try to deliver mail all day long without first going to the source to get the mail? And so the way that this, um, that I took this in is God has messages for people. And a lot of times he will send messages to people through you, through me. He did it in the word of God. He would speak to people through other people. And so why in the world would I try to speak into your life or deliver something that God has to give you through me without first checking in with him to get it? I mean, the FedEx guy doesn't stop by my house without first stopping by the post office or wherever they do it, wherever they pick up the, the stuff to actually get what's for me. I know. I know it's such a silly example, but I want you to think about it. How many times are there people in your life that God has something for them? He's got their name on it, and it's supposed to be delivered to them through you. But you're not showing up to the source to get it. And guess what? Tomorrow, if I'm supposed to get an Amazon package, and the FedEx guy doesn't go to the warehouse, then he can't deliver to me what has my name on it. I'm telling you, there are children in our lives there are husbands in our lives. There are sisters in our lives, brothers in our lives, parents in our lives, grandparents in our lives, co-workers, um, peers, that God has special things for them with their name on it, but he has actually assigned you to be the deliverer. He's assigned you to be the mail carrier. And you're not delivering the messages to the people because you're not going to the source to get them. And so many times we're like, God, you really expect me to do this? God, you're putting so much on my plate. This vision you've given me and this thing you've called me to do is too big. Yes, it's always going to be too big. You will never, ever, ever be able to do what God has called you to do in your own strength. It's the name of the game. He fully intends for us to constantly have to check back in with him for the messages, for the water. The next one's for the bread, okay? So the word of God says, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. God does not serve day-old bread. So he has bread for you every single day. He has bread for somebody else to be given through you. So in other words, he's baked up bread 
for somebody else, but the, the delivery guy is you. Like, God loves community, okay? So, you're the Moses in somebody's life. You're the Ananias in somebody's life, okay? You're the Jeremiah in somebody's life. And so, the delivery, the, the, the bread delivery guy wouldn't try to run his bread route without first stopping by the source and getting the bread. So, we need Daily bread. Why? Because God has placed people in our lives that are hungry. Oh, they're hungry. They're hungry, hungry, hungry for something that this world cannot give them. And as women of God, we cannot be trying to offer them something without going to the source first. We can't give them bread if we don't go get the bread. Okay? So, I want us to ask ourselves, how many times are we trying to be what God has called us to be in our own strength and in our own ability? We will never be enough. He's always called us to do more than we can do on our own. And it is extremely overwhelming to try to take care of the things that God has given us and the people he's given us. In our own ability, it just won't work. Okay? Let me give you some scriptures. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 29 says, Come to me, all you who labor. <laughs> who labor? If you're going to labor, go to him. Get your supply. There's a, there's a huge demand. So, go get the supply so you can meet the demand of your children, of the world, of the people that are pulling from you. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The main thing I wanted to pull out there was come to me, all you who labor. If you labor for the Lord, if you're a mama, you're laboring for the Lord. If you're a wife, you're laboring for the Lord. If you are a minister, you're laboring for the Lord. If you're a co-worker whose light is supposed to be shining at work, you're a laborer for the Lord. And so you've got to go to the Lord and get the supply for the demand. Okay? I put this right here. I'm not enough. I am not the source. You are not enough. You are not the source. So let's, let's quit trying to be enough. We'll never be enough. Let's just constantly check in to the source. The source that never runs dry. Uh, Matthew 7 and 7 says this. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. So there is a demand. The world, excuse me, the people in your life are pulling on you. There's a demand for um, something from you. Go to the Father and ask for what you need to give to them. Somebody asked us the other day, I will tell you, being a church, we get asked we get asked for provision quite a bit and it can be overwhelming. Um, it's not always money. Um, a lot of times it is, but it's also people need 
other resources that that we may not be able to provide like they need um, someone that can move something for them or do something for them. And, um, and so it can really, really be overwhelming. And I've learned to say, I'm not Jehovah Jireh. I recognize God. I'm not Jehovah Jireh. I am not anyone's provider. So the best thing I can do is take their need to you and say, okay, God, provide, provide. And if you want to provide through me, here I am. But if you want to provide through somebody else, praise the Lord. But I make sure I know I am not enough. I'm not strong enough. I don't have enough on my own. I don't have the ability. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the strength. I don't have the energy on my own. But you are enough. So God, you know what they need. I need you to provide it. Either provide it directly to them or provide a way for me to deliver it to them. Okay, that's where we're going. That's the marching orders this week. We're going to check in. We are going to check in as you are marching in this fight. You're going to check in consistently with the source. Now, all those mamas of young ones today, <laughs> um, my nephew who is six years old, he is Aunt B's baby. And we have been, um, of course, he's been in my life for six years and... I'm a little rusty on on little ones, and so um, he his school, without much notice, was closed down on Friday and and today. So my mom took care of him Friday, and um, Amber asked me last night if I would keep him today, and so I'm like, yeah, sure. And I had plenty of things to do, but I also knew that I had a six year old that needed needed a place with love needed a place with care, needed a quality place to stay to today. And so I don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn anymore because my kids are grown. And so she said, I'll have him at your house at seven. I said, here we go. Let's do this. So I got up this morning, fixed my coffee. He came in like so excited, ready, raring and ready to go. All through the day, this message was in my mind. God, he needs he needs an, an aunt today that is not preoccupied. So, Lord, I need you to help. I need you to provide to me the patience that this six-year-old needs today. God, I need you to provide through me the love that this six-year-old needs today. He does not need a preoccupied, stressed out, burned out, weary aunt who's busy and who just sticks him in the corner and says, take care of yourself today. And listen, that could be my tendency. I can be very easily preoccupied with all the things on my to-do list. And I had to, I went to the Lord and I said, a bad experience for him today is not good for him. So Lord, everything that this six-year-old needs, I've got to get it from you because I haven't had a six-year-old in my house in 12 years. I don't even have toys anymore. They're all gone. I mean, they're, they've been long gone. So I have, I have nothing, but I do know this child needs a good experience today. So all day long, I caught myself with my little spiritual watering can because what did Liam need all day? He needed attention. He needed love. He needed um, time. He needed uh, 
protection because <laughs> he is busy. I'm just telling you. So he needed me to watch over him. He needed me to make sure that he was safe. And I, I didn't, I would not have had it in my own strength today because of how rusty I am. I found today the grace that he needed. I found the strength that he needed. So all of you mothers, and yes, I did. I reached out to Sharon Driver today and said, this is about something else anyway, but I just said, you know what? I could use prayers from my sister today. My nephew's here and it has nothing to do with him, but with just some other things that I was facing in ministry. And uh, I cannot, I just said, I cannot afford to let the enemy get me down. I need your strength. And I, I went to the source today, which is God Almighty, and a couple of other people that he's placed in my life. I drew from those wells today, and I did not have to walk in my own strength. It would have been awful for Liam's day to have been spent with me living in fear, me being weary, me being tired, me being drained. Wouldn't work. So, I said all of that to say, this, these marching orders, this advice is very practical. If you're a mother with babies all over, hanging on you all through the day, say, Father, I'm not enough in my own strength. I've got to have your strategy right now. I've got to have your help. I've got to have your grace. My children need grace. My children need mercy. If you're a school teacher, Kaylee Marie, yes. If you are surrounded by kids at school, they need, they are thirsty, they are hungry. They need to receive gifts from the Lord. You are the bread lady. You are the water lady. You are the delivery lady. You are the, the mail carrier to them. But you cannot do it on your own all through the day. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I tell you what, that also is for the people that we are supposed to reach. When we call on the Lord and he anoints us, it benefits the people that we are supposed to be pouring into. Call on the name of the Lord and let him be your source. Let him be your strength. Let him be your help. Okay, let me close with this scripture. This last scripture is Hebrews 4 and 16. These are our marching orders. It says, let me get to it. Let us, therefore, I want you to, as I read this, I want you to think about your watering jug. And what is your watering jug? You, girl. You. Your body is the temple for the Holy Spirit. You carry yourself to God Almighty. You get your... You are this watering jug. You are the vessel. Get yourself in the presence of God. Call on the name of the Lord. He's the very present help in time of trouble. So you get yourself, your heart, your mind in the presence of God. Let him fill you and then you go back out into the world and you can water them. Don't you go around as an empty watering jug. Hebrews 4.16 Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Go to the source. Go to the source. Go to the source. Go to the source. Your kids need love? Go to the source. 
Somebody needs grace, go to the source. Somebody needs strength and you don't have the strength to give them, go to the source. Somebody needs provision, go to the source. Somebody needs patience from you, go to the source. Somebody needs mercy from you, go to the source. Somebody needs love from you, go to the source. He's got it all. Somebody needs forgiveness from you and you're like, I cannot forgive. Go to the source, baby girl. Go to the source and let him pour his forgiveness in you. And then you take it back out to that person and you just pour that forgiveness all on them. It'll work. doesn't matter if it's a six-year-old rocking your world because you're rusty. Go to the source all day long. And he is everything we need. And I'm going to take it a step further. He is everything that the people in your life need. You are not. You are not everything they need, but he is everything they need. And all he wants is for us to just keep going back to him as the source. So I'm not enough, but he is enough. All right. And guess what? We are that. We are the watering jug for one another too. I'm thankful I was able to text Sharon today. And she's like, I'm on it. I'm praying for you. And I really felt the strength of the Lord come into my life today. Got to spend some time with another sister today. Felt the strength. I texted them and said, wow. They're, they're going to be surprised to hear this because they didn't even know I needed. I needed to draw strength from them today. So thankful for sisters that went to the source before I needed to pull it from them. They were able to pour into my life today because they had already been to the source. And, oh, I needed it. I drank it up. I drank it up. All right. I love y'all. I hope you feel this. I hope you feel the passion in this. I hope you feel... Um, I hope it makes so much sense to you that it's going to stick with you all day, every day. Marching orders. Get to the source as many times as you have to. I love you, ladies. Thank you, Lindsay. Yes, I need it. Oh, don't think I, I don't, I don't want to be a victim. So, and I don't want to be uh, needy, but girls, I, yes, if you, if you need it, I need it. If you need prayer, I need prayer. If you need grace, I need grace. If you need strength, I need strength. So thank y'all for praying for me and praying for you. Let's just do it before we get off. Oh God, I thank you. You're so good. I feel your strength and I feel your peace. I feel your help. And God, I ask that you would show us. I'm going to open my eyes because I'm so afraid I'm going to, uh, something's going to happen to my phone and y'all won't be able to hear me pray. So, Lord, I ask that, that you would show us every time we are trying to give from an empty vessel. I ask that you would show us every time we are trying to pour into others or extend to others what we have not first gone to the source to get. May we never, may we never try to provide to others um, what only you can provide without first going to you to get it. And we never try to be everything in our own strength. May this revelation stick with us forever to know that you've got everything the people in our lives are demanding from us and we don't have it. And the goal is to constantly put ourselves in your presence to receive from the source so we can pour out. In Jesus' name, amen.
Now, at the end of the day, I was able, I was able to start out and say, God, I got to have you. Lord, I need you to show me how to juggle everything in this day. And then at the end of the day, guess what? When I hang up from here, I'm going to be like, God, here I am. I'm empty. I, I, I pulled from you all day long and I gave it out and I'm empty. I need you to, I need you to refresh me. I need you to pour back into me, Father. I receive from you my source in Jesus' name. I love you, ladies. I'll see you later. Bye.